The Mid-Autumn Festival to the Chinese people is like Thanksgiving Day to Americans and Canadians. People from the North American continent may celebrate Thanksgiving Day with a flavorful turkey with family and friends. For the Chinese people, on the Mid-Autumn Day, every household enjoys fresh mooncakes with a variety of fillings at the family reunion dinner while waiting for a beautiful full moon to rise. They are all about family reunions and expressing gratitude for a good harvest and good health. In this episode of Why We Love Donghuang, particularly on this Mid-Autumn Festival, we're going to take you along in appreciating the moon in the mural paintings in the caves. And our expert, Niu Schmidt, the distinguished researcher of Dunhuan Academy, will be here to tell us many interesting stories behind them. Uh, so my English name is Neil, Neil Schmid, and I've been here at the Dunhuang Academy researching Dunhuang studies and also Dunhuang culture. The first time I came to uh, Dunhuang was in, uh, a long time ago, in 1987, and I fell in love. I fell in love with the location, I fell in love with the site, uh, all the art. I mean, it's really a wondrous, wondrous place. And so in some ways, I guess I could say I've sort of devoted my life to it, um, and I've been researching Dunhuang and the Mogao Caves and related phenomena for decades now. So now, let's begin our tour. People who are familiar with Chinese fables and folk stories must have heard of a fairy lady named Chang'e, who lives in a palace on the moon with her rabbit. We find a similar picture right here in Cave 35, on the rooftop of the corridor. Let's first see what's here. Well, so it's an image of Avalokiteshva or Guanin, which is actually quite large and very central in the cave. And it's an esoteric deity, and that means uh, in Chinese you'd say mi jiao, right? So it's a, a sort of secret teachings. And when we get these images like this with multiple armed or multiple head deities, these are always esoteric. But what's really fascinating is that, of course, we see a sun and a moon. Here are the sun and the moon, held in the palms of the eleven-faced Guanyin Bodhisattva. This goes back to the notion of balance uh, and harmony that is so central to Chinese culture. And these are uh, motifs, Chinese motifs, that we see in the sun and the moon. Uh, but here it also represents the cosmos. Right, the spinning of the cosmos, um, the sun and moon together are the brightest luminaries in the sky, and it symbolizes the heavens. And in the moon are the three figures we're looking for. Well, so we can see in the moon both the rabbit and also the frog and the tree. Uh, and the rabbit is making the elixir of life, and we have uh, the frog as well and the tree. And so these are the basic symbols that come together. Interesting, isn't it? Why is a rabbit making the elixir of life? The fairy lady of Chang'e will explain. Yeah, it's a really old myth. It's quite interesting. Um, and of course, uh, the myth goes that she's married to this archer, uh, Ho Yi. At that time, there are 10 sons. It was very hot. Uh, and he shoots down nine of the 10 sons, so there's only one. And uh, for that, he was rewarded with the elixir of immortality. There are several versions of the story about this. One of them goes that Chang'e stole the elixir of immortality from her husband and ascended to the moon after taking it. 
and the rabbit is her sole companion there on the moon. Another version goes that after ascending to the moon, she transformed into a toad out of all possible things. And the rabbit works for her, pounding away with its pestle and mortar to make the elixir of life. Because of this fairy tale, the Chinese people always associate the moon with the moon goddess Chang'e and her rabbit. The mirror painting in Cave 35 shows the romantic imagination from the Chinese mind, even for the poets and the literati throughout Chinese history. In their works, the rabbit metaphorically becomes a symbol of the moon. Now, here comes an interesting story about the rabbit. Dunhuang, with its amazing Mogao caves, was a key hub along the ancient Silk Road and attracted people of different ethnicities and cultural backgrounds to live there thousands of years ago. In cave number 407 is an exotic picture of three rabbits with a surprising design. This is a really magical image. There are three magical rabbits and this motif, this design is set in the very center of the ceiling in what's a kind of ceiling well. If we would look up at the ceiling of certain caves, we'd find this sort of Jing or this well, as it's called. And in the center, there are different motifs. And typically what we have there are uh, motifs such as dragons and phoenixes, also lotuses, lotus flowers. Uh, but in this case, it's the three rabbits. So there are three rabbits uh, inside a lotus flower. The rabbits are linked uh, via their ears. It looks like that each has two, but in fact, uh, there are only three ears among three rabbits. As you may have already guessed, there are special meanings behind this unique design of three rabbits sharing three years. You can actually find a similar motif in other countries situated along the ancient Silk Road. That's right. And so we know that the earliest examples of this pattern actually come from China. Uh, and they travel across Eurasia and uh, just a few hundred years later end up in Britain, in England. And so we have this very same pattern uh, inside churches. So there's clearly a sacred element to these. There are several theories, but because this motif is placed inside a lotus, uh, the lotus has very special significance in Buddhism. It has to do with rebirth. And so it's probably connected to rebirth and regeneration. And in the case of the Mogao Caves, it could represent something like the Buddhas of the Three Ages, right? The past, present, and future. In the Christian context, it could represent the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So again, it's the same uh, object, but very different interpretations. So next time, when you're asked how many years three rabbits can have, you might think of this picture from the Dunhua Mogao Caves. There are many more scenes besides this one describing the beautiful moon in the Mogao Cave's mural paintings. In some of them, there is a merciful bodhisattva riding five keys. In others, moon goddesses from ancient Greek or Roman mythologies can be found. It's surprising that the one and only image of the Chinese moon goddess Chang'e up to now may have been located in the moon painted in cave number 61. She looks more like an ordinary woman from the time when the cave was built 
than the Chang'e character we find in movies and TV dramas. Like in the song Fly Me to the Moon, written in 1945 by Bart Howard, people dream about playing among the stars and seeing what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In Chinese poems, we wish to share the beauty of the moon with our loved ones who are far away from us. From all these murals, at least we can tell that people of different nationalities from Eurasia and Central China all have romantic feelings towards the moon. As our common wish on this mid autumn festival, we hope you can have a really good time with your family under a bright full moon. Special thanks go out to the Dunhuan Academy and Salian Zhongdu for contributing to the content of this podcast. I'm Huang Rei. If you like the show, please give us a five star rating or a review. See you next time on the Why We Love Dunhuan podcast. <laughs>